Welcome everyone, I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. On this special episode, we speak with Lizanne Murphy. She covers so much from being an entrepreneur in high school, selling drawings of Jack on the Titanic, to running her highly successful ad agency. Let's get to it. If you are like we were, stuck and searching, there is so much out there. We were searching and searching. Stop. Stop, stop. So we decided to follow our passion of helping people achieve their goals, helping others that are feeling stuck. On this podcast, we plan to cut through all that noise, give you actionable steps from highly successful people so that you can have better foresight through others' hindsight. This is Hindsight Hacking. Today, we are joined by Lisanne Murphy. She is the creator of Midas Touch Social, a Facebook advertising agency and consultancy firm that specializes in what she calls dream traffic. Her clients learn and apply behavioral psychology principles and techniques to their messaging, offers, and campaigns to drive explosive business growth. Her techniques are what landed her podcast in the number 18 spot, Business Entrepreneurship, within 24 hours of launch. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lizanne, and uh, I can't wait to learn more about, about you and, and your business. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It just means the world. I love what you guys are doing with your podcast, so it's just an honor to be here. No, we're excited to have you. Um, you know, we were excited to just kind of learn about how much success you're having in the podcast area and a little bit about your dream trafficking. But before we get into that, uh, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I, my journey actually as an entrepreneur started a long time ago. I mean, like in high school, I, I would, when Titanic was like the big movie that happened when I was in high school and I would draw pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio and then sell them to my friends. And <laughs> Like, I gotta, I gotta work on this, this, this hype, this fad, as we now know it, you know, and that business died out pretty quick, you know, as soon as, as soon as uh, Rose let go of Jack and, and everyone soon did. But um, <laughs> I, I took the traditional path that, that, that most people do. I, I went to school, um, got my undergrad actually in food science for a while. I wanted to be a chef. I quickly found that I was passionate about cooking, but it wasn't necessarily a career that I wanted to pursue. So I went into the, to the training world and became in corporate and, and loved my job, but that, that didn't last forever. I decided to go back to school, get a master's degree, and halfway through, I was just like, I don't really like where this master's degree is leading. And I had some friends who, were, who had just discovered this thing called the internet, and so they were like, let's, let's create a business together. So we did this content business, that it was, we were so passionate about it, but we were, our, our ideal audience was college students, which there's two big problems with that. College students are poor and they don't have time. And so like to create an online course where it takes time and money to invest in this, it just, it was a great idea, but it was not great for that audience. And so um, that failed and I was, but I was like determined to figure out this internet game. And so another opportunity came along where I had an opportunity to uh, become a real estate investor and start my own real estate company. And I was like, oh, this is going to be it. Like this is, you know, <laughs> one deal could make me just like a rich, rich woman. And 
So I dumped everything that I had into this business, all my time. I left my master's program. I, I put every bit of savings from the, from the training and development position that I had at the corporation. And I, it flopped so bad. I lost a penny. I didn't make a cent. And there were some critical issues wrong with that one. First of all, I was very naive and like, and just jumped early into it. I felt like, you know, um, this is a great opportunity, but like, I've never even owned a house before. Like I was just renting. So like for me to think I could like start a real estate investing business, I mean, it's not impossible and people have done it, but for me, it was a little bit ludicrous. And I realized that it wasn't something that I was passionate about. It was something I was trying to do a quick, a quick path to cash. And that is never a good route to take because cash never comes fast and you have to be passionate about something for you to make it happen. And also, and then there was market dynamics, of course, that were going on as well in the real estate business in the area I was in. So with those com combined, it just, it rocked me. So like I begged my school to let me back into my master's program. Luckily they did finish my master's degree. And I was like, okay, corporate, not really my thing. Entrepreneur. I've had two strikeouts, hardcore. I don't know if I could take another one. So I decided, okay, I guess I got to go get a PhD. So I went and started researching with professors and was going through that process to get a PhD and an, a friend approached me with another entrepreneurial opportunity. And I was like, oh, that, that bug, it bit me again. And I was like, I can't turn this down. And it was an opportunity to learn all about traffic and lead generation through social media, specifically with paid advertising with Facebook. And so I made the jump. I said, you know, I could apply for a PhD any year of my life. So I, but, but this opportunity is right now. So I went, I had an opportunity to partner with some of the top minds in the Facebook trafficking world and um, learned so many things. And what I realized is that one of the biggest issues with the first two businesses that I did was that they were, they, I didn't understand lead gen and without lead generation, your business dies. And so as I got into this, I was like, oh my gosh, like now that I can control traffic, like I can do anything. I literally could do anything because I know how to find people and where to take them. So uh, my, my agency grew quickly within the first, within the first uh, year, it grew past six figures. And even within the first few months, my first few clients, I helped them get across the seven figure line. And it's just been out of control. Awesome. And it's just developed from, from there, but it's helped me realize like a few really critical things about my past businesses, you know, about that. I need to pay attention to my market that I'm talking to. I can't, you, I mean, as, as lovely as it is to want to serve college students, like those are not the people that were, are going to buy and have the time to go through a course. I also needed to understand what I was interested in. And so I kept building these businesses and essentially building these ladders, but they were always against the wrong walls. And I had to find the right wall that matched my skills, that matched a big problem in the marketplace. And it wasn't until I found lead generation uh, with, through, through Facebook ads and, and that's continuing to evolve, but it wasn't until I found that, that things really started to click and I started to get momentum in my business. So, uh, that's just like a little, like the, the, uh, the cliff notes version of, of the last, the last few, last decade or two. Gotcha. That's awesome. So the, 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 so Midas touch social, you've been running that now for three years. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, obviously you've had success and you know, what do you think is kind of that number one reason why, why you're so successful with that so, so quickly? 
Yeah, that's a really great question. Well, first of all, one of the biggest, biggest reasons why it's successful is business owners all know that lead generation is a huge problem. And so when someone can come into their world and say, I can solve a, that problem for you that really hurts, they love it. So Facebook ads is just a huge, huge issue for entrepreneurs in the marketplace. So the second thing is, is that if you serve your clients at a high level, you never have to worry about finding clients again because they talk about you. So I have actually, um, for, for the agency side of my business, I have never spent a dime in ad spend, which is funny because like I, I run ads for people, but I've never had to spend it for myself because of referrals. Now I've spent plenty of money on ads for other offers, like low ticket offers and things that I've, that I've put out there. But for the agency side, those referrals are critical. So if you serve your clients at a high level, you don't ever have to worry about, about clients. And so those are probably the two, the two greatest things to success is solving a real problem and serving at a high level so that you, you, your, your clients become your, I was talking to someone earlier today. They said your clients become your mouthpiece. And I loved, I loved that saying. So I love that. I love that. I, I, I actually, I love the passion you have around it and you've gone from drawing Leonardo DiCaprio to multiple different things to now, you know, where you are now, you know, kind of looking back on the benefit of hindsight, if you will, is there any one particular thing that you would change or be able to accelerate your learning in that process? Yeah, I love, I love that question. And, you know, for a long time, I was mad slash scared slash frustrated that I would never figure it out. Right. I mean, after I essentially have, I have two degrees now that I'm not using for like the, the reason that the degrees are intended. Now I'm using a ton of stuff. Like for example, in my master's degree, I studied organizational behavior and that, that study of human behavior is like directly impacting how I work with my clients with Facebook today. But at the time I was like, God, I'm getting a master's degree that is like, I'm not doing anything with it. This is so worthless, but it wasn't. Um, or like my, my training background with a corporation, like I was really frustrated when I had to give that up and I was like, oh, I'll never do this again. But like the coaching aspect and the ability to communicate that I built from that is, is absolutely applying. And so I think I would have been like more kind to myself and realizing that no experience is wasted and you are just being developed as a human being to be able to really make an impact in the world. So I wish I would have been nicer to myself as like really... <laughs> really a huge, huge thing that I would have done. And then the second thing that I would have done is I would have spent more time figuring out a problem that needed to be solved instead of a skill I wanted to put out in the world. You can match your skills to a variety of problems, but until you find a problem that really hurts for people, it's really hard to get going. And so um, finding, the, finding a problem that people really have um, and, and just being kind, being really nice to yourself. I mean, You've got to love yourself through this journey. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. I mean, the, the, the person we're probably most hard on, right, is, is ourself. Yeah. And uh, we, we can be kind to so many people, but then we, we look in the mirror and uh, it's sometimes not as nice. So uh, thank you for sharing all that, for sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, all right. So tell us, uh, just if, if you wouldn't mind, just a little bit more about that dream traffic. Yeah. So it's what, one of the most interesting things about working in this agency is I have clients where they very easily scale up into the seven figures and beyond. And it's like, 
it's just cake. It's not that hard. Like, I mean, it, like Facebook ads, they, they take a certain skill, but like, once you have that skill, like it, you can, you can make things happen. And then I had another bucket of clients where they just like hit this ceiling and it was like, oh my gosh, like no matter what strategy I do, no matter what different tweak I make to the copy or to the settings, like this is just not going anywhere. And so I really dug into the data and into these clients and I was like, what is going on? And what I realized, the common thread was that if that entrepreneur didn't have their, their client avatar and the problem they were fixing dialed in, then it didn't matter what we tried with the ads. It just wasn't going to go anywhere. And I realized this when I was working with a client and, and she has a product that applied to two, um, two main customer bases, but they were, but they were different. And with one customer base, we would get, we would get return on ad spend. Like where for every dollar we spent, we get five back. And then for this other one, which was, which is a great return. And then for this other one, it was the same offer, same funnel, but whenever we would drive traffic to it, that was targeted to these people, our returns would be like for every dollar we spent, we get like a dollar 50 back and which is still, which is still a return, but not near as good as one to five. And I was like, this is crazy. It's the exact same offer. It's the exact same funnel. The only thing that's different is the people that we're talking to. And a huge light bulb went off in my mind where I was like, how many entrepreneurs are losing money because there's like a misalignment in what their offer is, how they're talking to them, who they're targeting. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like people will save so much money in how they acquire a client and the people they serve if they're intentional about who they're serving, how they talk to them, how they put the offer together for them and, and that whole process. So I take my clients through, um, through a, a process when, when they work with me to make sure that all of those pieces are super, super dialed in. Um, because understanding who you serve and the problem that they have is absolutely critical for your business being successful and profitable. It's great. great. Yeah, well, that's amazing. I mean, it, it's funny how, how much time people spend on the product or the, the outcome. And, and that's the piece that I know when Corey and I were, were kind of putting everything together, that was the part that took the longest, you know, because we wanted to make sure everything kind of fit, but that the right person, sometimes, like you just said, there's two different people that you, you marketed to. And I'm curious, did that person think that one would give that much of a return or were they leaning towards the other one? Yeah, that's a really good question. The group that wasn't giving the return is actually this client's preferred audience. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I figured that. But, but the way the webinar was written was for the audience A, that the first audience that was converting really well. So she said to make some like super shifts because audience A isn't, they aren't as experienced Mm-hmm. Um, they aren't as advanced in, in what she's teaching. And so like she said to make some adjustments while she makes the time to come back and, and write a webinar for this, uh, for this other group. But because the webinar is like, it's a little bit more simple and for beginners, like whenever this group B comes in, they're like, Oh, I know this already. And they bounce. And she's like, Oh, you're actually the people I want to talk to. Right. And so um, it, it's created this like really interesting dynamic because, and she loves the people that, that she's serving in her business, but it's created, it's, it's caused her to change because she's, a, she's attracted a, 
a crew that she didn't anticipate. So they have different problems than she anticipated. They have different needs than she anticipated. Um, and she's been super graceful in all those changes. And like now we're in this process, like revamp the whole system. So eventually we'll have two systems, right? We'll have a system for audience A and a system for audience B. And it's be the same offer, but you know, you have to, you have to treat those people as individuals. And, um, and so we're working on that system for her. Nice. That's awesome. If you wouldn't mind, like where can our audience find you and, and everything that's, that you're doing that's so great? Yeah, well, we, I would love to have any, anyone who wants to, to chat marketing, chat traffic, uh, figure out what it, what it takes to understand your ideal avatar. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Lisanne Murphy HQ. You can also find me on Facebook at Lisanne Murphy. As far as I know, I'm the only one, which is nice. <laughs> um, and I, my, my private Facebook group, it's right now, I'm about to rebrand it. So I'm not going to, well, I'll say the name. It's Midas Touch Social Advertising. But one of the things I've realized is like that has terrible SEO. So I'm rebranding the group, but it'll still be there. So you're more than welcome to come. I'll give you all the links for that. And then I'd love to give your audience for people that are getting into traffic. I have a freebie that I love to give that it's my, it's my private client's favorite thing. It really, it goes through all of the Facebook metrics and it details how they're calculated, what they mean how you know if, if your ad is working or not. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a killer document. So um, I will give that to, to any listeners that, is, that are starting to dabble in ads so that they can, they can start on the right foot. All right, I'll take that, uh, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where do I sign up? How do I yeah. Yeah, That is amazing. We, we definitely appreciate the time today. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to just, get to know people in the space and, and we're, we're grateful that you took the time and that you gave such an amazing offer to the listeners. So we thank you for that. And we got oh, one more. Yeah. We got to, don't forget the marketing matrix. Everyone oh, has yeah. to jump in. Like the whole reason that we got connected. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for reminding me, Corey. Yeah. So I just like these guys, I just launched a podcast recently and it's been really successful. It's getting lots of traction and people are just loving the content. It's called the marketing matrix. It's a, we're doing a series right now where we talk about the small marketing strategies and tactics that are making the biggest difference. And I'm interviewing entrepreneurs to get their take on what's working in their business right now. So it is awesome. I will for sure make sure you have the link to that. Come subscribe, give it a listen and join the community and make sure you have those marketing tactics that are working right now in real businesses. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lizanne. And uh, can't wait to talk to you again soon. Oh, it's going to be a joy. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Thanks for joining us this week on Hindsight Hacking. And as promised, here's our two actionable steps from this amazing episode. Be nicer to yourself. And number two, don't focus and stress about your skills. Focus on a problem to be solved. Now, don't forget to click subscribe and give us a five-star review on iTunes. And while you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to tune in next week where we will once again hack someone's hindsight. Remember, you're the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.